0: In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Pinchas, we learn about a unique event, a unique happening that only happened one other time in the Torah. And that is the idea of a mitzvah that's affected by human request, by people's request. What's the story in this week's Parsha? The Jewish people are already are right before going into the land of Eres And Nashem gives us the mitzvah in this week's Parsha of dividing the land of Eretz amongst the 12 tribes. Now, the way that the division worked is somewhat complicated, but Eretz was divided up into 12 parts, not equally, but parts that um, were different sizes based on the sizes of the different tribes. And every family of every shevet, of every tribe, received a part for its family. However, this went by the father, the man of the family. He was the one who was, so to speak, the landowner in Eretz there was a man named Slavchod, Slavchod from the tribe of Menashe, and he had passed away in the desert, and he did not leave any sons. He had five daughters, five daughters who were very righteous women. And as it were, they would not be receiving a part in Eretz Yisrael for their family, because there was no father of the family alive at that time. Again, their father had passed away. He did not leave over any sons. And therefore, as the mitzvah was given, they were not to receive a part in Eretz Yisrael which bothered them greatly because they loved Eretz Yisrael, they loved the concept of going to Eretz Yisrael, the Holy Land. And they come to Moshe Rabbeinu and they ask, they say, why shouldn't our family also be able to have a part in the land of Eretz Yisrael? Moshe Rabbeinu says, I don't know, and he says, wait, I will ask, let me hear what I'll, let me uh, wait so that I can hear from Hashem the response to your question or your request. This was something unique to the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu, only that Moshe Rabbeinu was able to go before Hashem and ask. And Hashem famously responds, Cain benoist Slavchad doivres, that the daughters of Slavchad, they're just in their words, in their request, and therefore they should receive a portion of the land, and they do inherit their father, and this became, as the Torah goes on to say, a new mitzvah, that when a father passes away, and there are no sons, Then the daughters are in the place of the sons, and they receive the inheritance just as if they were sons. So this is a mitzvah that was directly affected by the fact that the people had a powerful, had a strong passion and feeling for the mitzvah, and came and requested and asked by Hashem that they also receive a part in that mitzvah. We had this one earlier time in the Torah. That was a couple of weeks ago in the Torah portion of Baal And there was about the story of Pesach Shemih. When the Jewish people brought the carbon Pesach the first year in the desert, this is 39 years earlier, and then there was the people who were impure, and they came to Moshe Rabbeinu, and they said the same thing. They said, we're impure, why, would we, why should we have to miss out on this Mitzvah of carbon Pesach? And again, Moshe Rabbeinu says, wait, and I will hear what Hashem has to say. And Hashem gave us then the Mitzvah of Pesach Sheni, a Mitzvah for all generations, that one who is not able to bring the carbon Pesach in the proper time has a second, has a makeup um, ability, One month later, to bring the carbon pesach. A month later, on the fourteenth of year. Both of these mitzvahs express the tremendous significance that Hashem attributes not only to us following the mitzvah as it was told to us, but our passion, our feeling, our desire to do the mitzvah. In other words, typically, the entire Torah is about Hashem's mitzvahs. Hashem gives us commandments, and we're followers. And that's the essence of a mitzvah. He commanded and we followed. And yet these two stories tell us of another angle of the story. That it's not just about following what Hashem told me. And if Hashem didn't tell me, son, that that's it. But rather that a person expresses their own feeling and involvement and passion and desire. And that has such a power powerful effect that Hashem in these cases actually amended, if you will, and added to the mitzvah because of the people's desire and request of Meshur Rabbeinu. It's interesting, an interesting note, that by both of these mitzvahs, there is an interesting expression in the Torah. It says, reading from this week's parsha, when the daughters of Tzlafchad come to Moshe, it says they stood before Moshe and Elazar and the Nisim and the entire nation, or the the Sanhedrin. They stood before Moshe and Elazar, who was the Kohen Gadol at the time, and the Nisim, when they gave their request. And Rashi comments, if they stood before Moshe, that means they asked Moshe Rabbeinu, and if he wouldn't know, then nobody would know. Why then would they understand stand in front of Elazar? Because it sounds like this, they, they gave the request before Moshe Rabbeinu, and then to the high priest Elazar, the Qur'an Gadol, and then the Nasiim. But of course, if Moshe doesn't know, nobody's going to know. And the same thing says by, by Pesachshani. There too, when it talks about that they came before Moshe, it says they came before Moshe and before Aaron. Right? That's when Aaron was still alive. So again, the question is, if you go to the top, why then do you go to the second one? And Rashi deals with, both, with this question in both places and gives two answers. And one answer is that they came before them when they were in the base Medrash. They were in the base Medrash, the house of study, and that's when they came before them. So what is, what is the, what's the depth of that answer that came before them in front of the, by the base Medrash? The house of study... It's not the place, it's not the house of teaching. It's not where Meshach Rabbeinu came and taught the Torah to people. The house of study means when everyone is learning together and everyone's trying to figure this out and everyone's trying to understand the halacha, trying to understand the mitzvah. The Beis Medrash recognizes or emphasizes the significance of the people who are learning and understanding and trying to understand. And then everyone's equal. Then there's Mesh Rabbeinu, then there's Aaron, then there's al Because at this point, we're not hearing the word of Hashem. We're trying to understand, trying to internalize, trying to, go to get to the depth of a mitzvah. So the concept of coming to the Bes Medrash is, again, connected with the essence of these two stories that emphasize the significance of the person, the receiver, in doing the mitzvah. Rashi also gives another answer that you have to reread the pasuk, even though the pasuk is written first Moshe then Aaron or first Moshe then Lazar you have to as if you have to reread it and read first Lazar and then Moshe, first Aaron and then Moshe, again emphasizing our reading of the Torah, not just the way it was given from above, but our our understanding it in a deep in 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 a way that needs to be explained differently perhaps than the initial way it was written. Now. Obviously, once the Torah and mitzvahs are given, they don't change. The concept of people who requested a mitzvah and a new mitzvah was given, that's only before the Torah was actually given and written by Meishu Rabbeinu. The Rambam tells us that it's a foundation in Torah, that Torah doesn't change and the mitzvahs don't change. So that this concept of we request and Hashem gives us a new mitzvah, once we have the 613, we have the 613. Nevertheless, the message of the significance of our part in Torah Mitzvahs. It's not just about, I did what I was told, but that I expressed, that a person expresses their own passion, their own desire, and that's expressed in the fact that a person goes beyond the letter of the law, and a person adds their own special flavor, and their own feeling, and their own kavanah, and their own beautification of the Mitzvahs. All of that is expressed in this in these stories, where Hashem shows us that it's not only about the giving of the mitzvah, but how the person will take it and how the person relates to it and desires it and wants it and asks for it. And this is also, of course, powerful in understanding the power of davening and praying that we ask Hashem for something when something is meaningful and we need it. And just like the daughters of Tzlovchad, and just like in the story of Pesach Sheni, we felt that we were sincerely lacking because of our desire to do the mitzvahs properly in the same way today when a person is not able to do a mitzvah properly for whatever reason and any mitzvah and they and they pour out their heart before Hashem, Hashem listens to it and helps the person be able to receive and be able to perform the mitzvahs in the way that the person wants and of course the big request that all of us have just like the daughters of Slavchad, that we want to have our, our portion, our part in the land of Eretz when Eretz will once again be the inheritance of the entire Klal Yisroel with the coming of Mashiach Sidkenu and Yisroel will be divided again amongst the tribes the way it was then and the special way, the way it will be with the coming of Mashiach may be speedily in our time. Have a wonderful Shabbos.